good, sir. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Uh, thanks for thanks for taking the time, man. It has been I'm excited for this and that you are one of my oldest friends. I gotta say, one of my first friends even coming into Canada. So always always good to hear how you've been doing, hear your perspective, hear what's been going on in your wicked wild world. Would love to just unpack who is Dominic then give give my friends an intro to my friend. Uh, but beyond that also. I feel like uh, you can give me some insight into the the wicked wall game of martial arts that you are much more versed in <laughs> than I. I'll try my best. <laughs> well, we keep it very professional here, so bear with me. <laughs> I'll say for starters, dude, month two into jujitsu, I have uh, not even a stinging pain, like an ache in my back rib, it feels like. It probably, it, not probably, it has put me out of commission for the past three, four days. I've done maybe a bit of yoga, but haven't like ran or done extra walking, but it actually feels like a, it felt like a broken rib the day I got it. And now it's just like an ache. Is this normal? Is this common? Uh, it's funny you say that because I've, I'm training for a competition and I have so many aches right now. Like I have like really bad elbow, like you're going to feel this nonstop. It's not going to be, you're not going to have a, a healthy body for your entire life. <laughs> But so you, you're still training though with all these aches and injuries. I train through it. Um, <laughs> not the smartest idea all the time, but I try my okay. best to stay as healthy as possible while I'm doing it. While training, yes, exactly. Yeah, I hear you. I have not taken that approach since I've got it. I've, I've used it as a way, like, oof, not only is it not raining outside, or it's raining outside, my body also hurts. Rest is important, so I got to recover. Damn. Okay. So this competition, is this your first one? Is this the biggest one? It's not your it's not, it's not your first one, but is this your biggest one? This is my biggest competition to date. It's the US US Open Judo competition. It's um fighting at plus 100 kilos and I'm fighting brown black belts. So like a lot of people and like high level people. Okay. Well, how'd you get into martial arts before we get to to where you are at today? Where did it all begin? Uh I'll say one of my first memories of you was you doing taekwondo. Way yes, back when, um, uh, but yeah, I imagine you've when. you've come along and ventured along many air roads since then. So what's that been? Yeah, it's um, I've done a lot of uh, different things. I started at Taekwondo, I think around seven years old. I'm the kind of person that like whenever I'm doing something and I like it, I kind of want to go like 100% into it. So because of that, I kind of like got really into it. I also got really, when I was a kid, I'm not like, like I'm not going to say I was very much that kind of person at seven years old but my dad and my parents really pushed me to stay into it like i've wanted like always made excuse i don't want to go i don't want to go um i think i was i'd say around 12 years old so i competed a lot when i was in uh taekwondo in the itf or ictf or whatever i don't know i keep like thinking it's kind of like the world championships for for taekwondo but like I've, it's probably not it's not but like it, it's in my mind it's like oh i was like i did i competed in the world championships it was in las vegas that's like my most memorable tournament when i was in taekwondo and it was really cool and i was like super young but that was like and then yeah world champion <laughs> domenico did okay yes yeah. so what's martial arts done for you you've done it since you've been really young and mm -hmm. you've now ventured into a bunch of other different styles like what is it about the practice or the art that you enjoy that makes you feel good and keep training through the pain or whatever you'd say it is. 
I gotta say, like, since I've been doing, like, I, uh, just a little to, to go a little bit back, um, going from Taekwondo to like MMA and like jujitsu and judo now, it's taught me something that I want to call um, being game, essentially. Just mm-hmm. like, I don't know if you understand know what it means, but kind of means like, just like not, no quit, essentially. So the first time I heard when somebody said, oh, this guy's got game, is kind of like when somebody was like really pushing something, even though he like is losing something, losing a fight um he would be like oh this guy's got game he would never quit and like having no quit in some of it is what i like and that's something that has been in like in me since i saw that like you gotta have game so going back to your injury you gotta have some game <laughs> you know what i mean so that was, uh, was that a roundabout way of you calling me a pussy <laughs> i gotta get to you <laughs> no absolutely not <laughs> i see what you did there dom slick slick okay so it's taught you resiliency it's taught you to have no quit in essence exactly resilient is a way better way to put it i don't know why i didn't say that no that's fair so how do you personally i don't know i find that i'm grateful i'd say very sim maybe similar to you it sounds like is that i i didn't necessarily like choose martial arts it just happened to have been one of the activities that my parents signed me up in and encouraged me to continue going i didn't really think about it. It was just like one thing that I committed to stuck to it for a while. Uh, but now obviously in hindsight, like I put it down, I didn't practice religiously or rigorous or even really think about it through school. And now maybe after the fact, I'm think, I think about like why I am the way I am, why I act the way I do, how I've ended up in some of the things that I've experienced. And you can often pull some lessons from martial arts or, or maybe the mindset of like, discipline or technique or meritocracy and like effort, whatever you want to call it. But like I could easily pull a lot of things from, from the journey that is martial arts that you can apply to other components of your life. And it makes me feel now starting to practice again, feel like it's important to continue doing it. You put it down or you didn't, you weren't, you have, you've had many of hobbies through your life, Dom, but what martial arts now is one that you've, pick back up and stuck to do you have do you have a love-hate relationship with it how would you describe your relationship with i don't want to lead the witness how do you describe your relationship with martial arts judo it's, um with uh, jujitsu and judo i'd like both are pretty equal to me at this point um I, I i said i've been going on and off for about i'd say like 10 15, 10 to 12 years now okay. and it's been like so like nikki said like you said nikki i was um I, I moved to powerlifting for a little bit and I did a bunch of powerlifting stuff, mm-hmm. but I never felt like I had the creativity that I have in judo and jujitsu that made me really want to. What do you mean by creativity? That's interesting. What do you mean by creativity? Uh, so there are so many moves in jujitsu and judo. It's like a chess game. And like the more creative you are, the more fun it is to me. Like, um, and that is essentially what would make, make it, better to me like powerlifting is up and down that's it that's all you gotta do judo i can go i want to do this move to this move to this move but i can also do this move this move stop do another move like it's just it lets you be creative with what you want to do i I guess is how i can explain it better (laughs) you pick up you pick up techniques pick up uh things you practice or learn and then it's how you like string them together how you respond and react accordingly that makes it a little bit more than like background but I'll say in the same breath, I don't know. I'd imagine powerlifting. I'm not a powerlifter, as you can see and know. It would take discipline and effort and energy to 
compete at a high level. What'd you learn then from powerlifting? How come, how come it doesn't give you the same lust or love compared to martial arts beyond the creativity? I think I just kind of stopped caring about the numbers that I was putting up mm-hmm. and more so caring about what I, how I can make my body do different things. Like the, it's so cool to me how somebody can do like a, for example, a move called a drop Taitoshi or a move called a drop Tsunagi. They're just simple, basic moves, but it's just so cool to me that a guy that like a size, <laughs> like, uh, like your size compared to <laughs> like a guy, like a hot, like I do, I, I, everything's in kilos. So like I, there's some videos where guys that are like my coach, 60 kilo guy, he compete, he, he trains with me all the time. I'm 130 kilos right now. He throws me with drop Tsunagi, like nothing like, and it's, it's a legit move. I try to fight it. It doesn't work. Like stuff like that mm-hmm. is way more interesting to me than just like I squatted 600 pounds. Oh, I benched five, 400 pounds. Like that's gets cool. It's a big number, but it just doesn't mean anything to me right. as much. Like I still lift. And it's just like, but it's just whatever. The game is more fun. Exactly. hundred percent. Speaking of the game, I want to bring it back to like you. Do you remember when we were sparring in your basement as kids? Like we were just like, do now random hit, sparring. Hit me. That, that scares <laughs> me because I don't know if we were ever in the same weight class, Dom, and I can't spider monkey your ass in any way. <laughs> but, but no, I think we were like super, super young and we would like tap spar and there was just like random and we would do it for like days. With, uh, with like the equipment yeah exactly yeah and i was like and i just remembered that the other day and i was like that's so funny you enjoy it i mean what do you think of those <laughs> days i yeah what do you th- <laughs> <laughs> sparring was fun i really did enjoy it yeah. i don't know at the end of the what well, is kind of what i think of even jujitsu now is that it's just another form of play like now i'm a big ass grown man just like what i anticipate or imagine apes would do where they like want to roll around and a game of power and and yeah, a game of power and influence, like who can get the upper hand and force the other person to tap or, you know, find an angle they didn't see. I, yeah, I don't remember it being that complicated though. As a kid, as a kid, I was just like, Oh, I can jump around and bounce around with my friends and punch and kick. And yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm happy that I stumbled into martial arts at the end of it all, you know? Mm -hmm. And you know what I think about sometimes? I've thought, not sometimes, i thought about it often where it's just like, all right, you think of your wedding, you want all of the people that are influential in your life. Or like maybe you got and became president or something like, yeah, getting married and becoming president are, are evidently equivalent in my head. But a monumentous day in, in the audience or behind you, you'd have any and all people in your corner that have inspired and influenced you in some way. I always thought that my sensei, professor, whoever would be in the corner, because you think back on the lessons that it was just drilling, it was just punching and kicking, but then it's like, ah, oh, shit, there was something to that, you know? Uh, like the old wise Mr. Miyagi exists and tries to live on in your professor or your senseis. What's your relationships like with yours? How'd you, how, how have you found your relationships? I kind of... I've known my jujitsu professor since I was like, I want to say like 13 years old. Like I'm very comfortable with him. Like I, I see him all the time. Mm-hmm. We train all the time. And like, it's like a, it's like a, like a teacher student thing. But my judo, my judo coach is like, I'm like super close with my judo coach. He's like, we're like, we go out to eat all the time. Like we hang out after judo. And like he, even outside of the, the gym, mm-hmm. he like 
supports like the way like he's he we've had like talks in my car where we're like driving somewhere and he yelled at me giving me lectures because like man i'm so upset that you've stayed for so long and you haven't got your black belt yet and he's like he's a big guy he's a big on like the big traditional guy but he also like everything he says is like you need to get your black belt right um uh he's i told him i had like some kind of some form of anxiety mm -hmm. and he's like why do you have anxiety i have anxiety sometimes and then i think to myself i got a fucking black belt <laughs> i'm like oh man okay cool what the black belt is the antidote to anxiety that's what he says that's what he tells me i hear you what belt are you blue belt purple belt it's such a weird thing like it's like i'm competing at brown and black belt but uh for jujitsu and purple belt for judo as of right now i'm a yellow belt but I'm competing at brown belt because I've been doing it for 12 years. Well, it's a yes or no. You're either a white belt, a blue belt, or purple belt. Then I have a purple belt and a yellow belt. I got you. <laughs> it's okay. I'm also, I never got my black belt in karate. White belt in jujitsu. It's just what it is. Yeah. You know, what, what's interesting for me, do, is this, is this typical for all jujitsu classes where like you'll drill for half the class, right? And then you roll for a bit. And then when you're rolling and you're pairing off, most senior guy choose who he wants to roll with and then the next most senior guy choose he wants to roll with the next most senior guy choose and that's how you kind of pair off no where where do you train uh, just a local dojo i found oh okay why okay i'm not a, like a top team or uh, i'm not no no that's just that's just new to me i've never heard it like that literally we just kind of like we drill for a bit and then um we just kind of we're like, okay, time for rolling. And then we just like pick, pick a partner okay. and then everybody just picks a partner. Yeah. Right? And like, you got to get your roles in anyways. So anybody picks anybody and we just roll. Maybe it's a little bit different for like beginner classes, but like advanced classes, just everybody rolls with everybody. That's fair. You know what I mean, like we don't have like a, a hierarchy of like who gets to pick who right. whenever. Yeah. Okay. I'm, well, I'm still at the hierarchy level. Cause like, <laughs> you know, I don't really know what the hell is going on half of the time. Do you remember those days when you just didn't know any of the techniques and no matter what you did, you were just getting in some sort of pickle and getting tapped with something you didn't see? Oh, I feel like that now. <laughs> I feel like that all the time. It's just like, but that's what I love about it. Cause it's like, there's always more things to learn and more things to do. Right. Like I, I come out of a, a training session and like, I get my ass kicked by everybody. Mm -hmm. I feel more happy like that than when I do like, when I beat everybody, because it's like, oh, I see that I, I like, I like run it back in my head, and I'm like, I could have, I could have done this, this, and this, and then like the next training session, I'm like, I do those things, and it's like, yeah, I, like those are my better training sessions. Like having your losses in the training hall is like the better thing than to um, winning in the training hall, because like big fish, most little pond, right? Going to competition, it's going to be different, right? So you think it's easier to learn, or for you at least, it sounds like it's easier to learn off of your failures and mistakes as opposed to learning off of like your successes and your wins. 1000%. Like even if it's like um, anything, yeah. 1 million percent, like you'll, you'll learn better. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, I don't know where, where I read it or learned it at some point, but they say firefighters say a pretty high risk, high stress job. All they do, I think they, they go to Texas. That's their Academy. I'll have to verify this from Jordan, my friend. And uh, they just study four cases or two cases or something, which are like the worst case scenarios of firefighting. If you study those and you kind of rectify or find those errors, you will be as equipped as you ever need to be for, for firefighting. You ever hear or come across the, the argument of it's better to train with those that are lesser than you, whereas in like you're your, your superior, so you have 
a little bit more creativity because you're comfortable and you're not necessarily threatened by them. So you can be a little bit more brave and try new things because you are, you know, you have more angles or the, the flip side is training with people that are always a little bit further ahead of you so that you're always well having to work harder. And it's like, did I explain that question? Well, hundred percent, understand hundred percent. I think it, you need a little bit of both. But I also think you need to have no ego. So when you're going with a guy better than you, that you're instead of just defending yourself the whole time, like, I don't want to get submitted. I don't want to do this. You can be like, um, hey, I'm just going to try this. I, I, I want to see if I can get it on this better guy. But if it doesn't work, that's completely fine. I, I'm, I could just get tapped and we'll start again. And I'll do it again, right? right? Like you need both. And that's the thing. That's the best way to train, in my opinion. Okay. Is there one that you would start with first and then go to the next? Is there an order of operations? If, if you I, want to do both. I think the best way is to get beat up as much as possible. Learn as much as possible by getting beat up. But again, saying to yourself, I'm getting beat up to, by better guys. I know they're better guys. And th- how are they beating me up? How, what is there for me to do to, like, um, get, to, to defend this? Right? Like, that's the best. And then going to the guys that are not as good as you. And then going like a little bit lower. Going like 50% less. And like just working on the techniques that you want to work on. Okay. What's crazy is it's much easier or it's, yeah, it's easier. No, no, no. It's just, just about as easy as it's to say, as it is done to get beat up. <laughs> just, just Ruth, man, at one point, Dom, it was humiliating. Uh, the <laughs> purple or blue belt in my class, can't most senior guy in the class is blue higher than purple or purple's higher than blue, purple's higher white, than blue. yellow, blue, purple, brown, black. No, right, white, blue, white, purple, blue. brown, so there's black. no yellow. So white, blue, no purple, yellows. brown, black. No orange, no green. No, okay. that's judo. So the purple, and purple is higher than blue? Purple is higher okay. than blue. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. <laughs> let, me, let me walk here. Uh, <laughs> the purple belt in my class, what am I? I'm probably like, what, 50 kilos? How much do you 145? want? 145? 146? Yes. Yes. Wow. Thanks, Dom. All right. So I'm maybe I don't know. More or less, we'll call it. He's probably got 15 kilos on me, 10 kilos on me. Okay. A little bit bigger than me. So more strength than me, as much as I, I wish I, I had him. <laughs> One point, dude, he was just lying on top of me. My arms were like this. And I felt like he was just lying there, but I couldn't do anything. I tried to like shrimp <laughs> out of it, move my like get some space in my hips, and I tried to lift him up. I tried to grab his back collar and pull him up. Like I felt like I tried every angle of force I could. And eventually he just like, <clears throat> I felt like he just pushed his chest further and further on me that I kept going. I was like, and I tapped. I t- there was no, there was, <laughs> there was no technique or force. It was just, mm-hmm. that was, I'd say is the most humiliating. You hold on. He was in Mount. He was in Mount. I feel like it wasn't even, yeah, Mount we'll call it, but yeah, I could, yeah. What would you do? What was what, what was I? Well, not get myself in that position. I would imagine. Yeah. Also, like just kind of like run, roll, like ride it out. Like it's just he's just smothering you to like tire you out or tap you. But like you gotta have some game. Gotta be like, hey, <laughs> hey man, I, I can handle this. I'm not gonna die from getting smothered. It's okay. Hey, you know what, Dom? I actually <laughs> felt that out as I was there. I was like, is this a test? Because professor was right over my shoulder, and they were just like. I feel like this is a test. Like I'm, he wants to see how far I'm gonna go without me tapping. I didn't go very far, and I tapped. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> it happens. You, hey. <laughs> Sucks, man. <laughs> I feel like if we roll together and I did that, you would tap like that too. It's just, it happens. What am I supposed to do, Dom? You know? No, stuff like that is just like you got to like let it – like he's going to move at some point. And he's not going to just stay there, right? Unless like, he knows that I'm going to tap. <clears throat> True, but normally people don't tap to things like well, that. Well, you see? Now now you know, Dom. Now you know. <laughs> uh, and then I and I rolled with – I rolled with quite a few people. It's, it's fun. But I rolled with then a girl who's maybe – probably looks about my age, maybe a little bit younger, 25, 24 – definitely lighter than me so if i'm 45 kilos i want to say she's like 30 35 so i checked it was 63 i'm 63 kilos it's 63 gang kilos. let's go <laughs> i used to fight 50 i think i used to fight 50 50 nice. when i was younger nice. okay so nice. i'm 62 let's go i feel swole baby so she was probably like 35 maybe 40 she's smaller but technically way more sound than me so i saw that i saw in that uh matchup I could have more force than her. I had more force than her. So I could maybe get her back easier or like bear more strength than her. And quite quickly, she was just waiting for me to make a slip. Boom. I got chicken winged three, three separate times. Mm -hmm. But that's, that's, that's the thing. Like you just gotta let, yeah, that happens too. You fucking, that's amazing. I love that. So what are, what are your (laughs) rolling stories then Dom? What, what am I looking forward to? What am I working for? Because all you've given me so far is that, Expect to be tapped, motherfucker. You're gonna Yeah, you gotta you gotta expect to be tapped. You gotta let it happen. It happens. I still get tapped all the time. But I don't feel like I know what the hell I'm doing. I don't feel like I'm yeah. learning anything other like when like we'll do the drill and I'm like, how am I ever gonna get into that situation where I have and I see the forethought I could you know? I mean, yeah, but that's what drilling is for. That's you don't need to see the forethought. It's like you're here, this is happening. Oh, I can do this, right? But also again, back to your thing when you said like you're never gonna know like you're you're like about what's going on right like it's like i'm i still get tapped all the time i still uh deal with like all of these like oh i'm not learning i'm not improving blah 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 blah. you just kind of gotta like bask enjoy the enjoy the process of everything (laughs) enjoy the process of jujitsu i hear you okay well that's a fantastic segue then dominic (laughs) <laughs> what are you what is your process then what are some of the things that you take up on a daily weekly basis whatever it may be that you you put mental and physical effort towards that helps you be the best version of, of you i gotta say it's a lot of like <laughs> if i don't have mental affirmations during the day it just like isn't you got yeah mental affirmations is number one for sure like if you're not like saying like you're the best you can do this you gotta you gotta just remember like that is like number one and journaling (laughs) after you show me how to that to journal like i've been journaling a ton and it's been um, like it helps a a lot what's big and like steamrolling through these for me doc what's mental (laughs) affirmations it's just like confidence building confidence building and like working um in concrete Mm -hmm. and like doing that i kind of i just absolutely hate it Mm -hmm. so I need to tell myself like you're going to be fine it's going to be okay this is just temp like just constantly like not it just constantly affirm like telling myself that everything is going to be okay everything's fine okay um everything is fine 
this is is not the is not the Duncan Trussell piece of just like be happy and comfortable and confident with the evolution that is you right now. Yes, a hundred percent. And I when I heard it, and then when you told me about it, I was like, that's I've been trying to do that. For it's hard ever, and it's hard, but it helps. It helps a lot. Yeah, I don't know if you don't believe in yourself, who the fuck is going to? So exactly. Okay, lead the way. I'm with you. So once you give yourself the mental affirmations, positive self talk at the end of the day. Yes, that's it. And it's fair to be critical to yourself and be hard on yourself and want more for yourself. But then you also have to celebrate yourself. You know, it's like that feedback sandwich that you give for yourself. Fair. You think, okay, what do you think about journaling? What does it do for you? Why? It just lets me like go through what all the terrible things that I thought during the day and just talk about them. And just that's essentially all I do in journaling now is just being like, oh, this happened today. And then I hated this, blah, 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 blah. And then that that's kind of it's like my way of venting it's like my little therapy book like if you look at it it's just like this guy's <laughs> it's like a cathartic release for you you let it exactly. out there exactly yeah okay. how do you how do you get into it or how do you make sure you set time for it versus what are then the instances because i could share mine as well of like when i fall off on it why is that happening i some days I definitely forget to do it because I'm so tired and I just don't do it. But then there are other days where I just kind of need it. Like I, especially if like I haven't done it for a week and I feel like something's been off, I just kind of like sit down for a second, take it out and just start like writing it, writing stuff down. And then like after you're done, it's just kind of like, Ooh, mm-hmm. weight's been lifted. Feel like so much better. Mm-hmm. Cause it's just like, Oh, I got everything out. Does I don't have to talk to anybody. It's just like, everything's been out. But sometimes it doesn't even feel like that. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're right. 100%. It doesn't feel like that all the time. And like, so because sometimes, like, and I, I, I'm with you, it's cathartic. You let it out. You're like, oh, I needed that. But sometimes, like, I also just don't know why I'm doing it. And it's another thing on the to do list. But then, if that's the case, do you have to do it? Why would you want to do it at that point? Just take the day and just be like, I don't want to do it that day. I don't need to. Yeah. But I don't know, because I feel as if there's that. So the argument that I give myself in those instances, similar to the argument when you're like, uh, I'm tired today and I don't want to dedicate the time. The For me, the spirit of it is, the purpose of it is, is it's a check-in with you. It's a conversation with you. And you spend 24 hours or a large part of the day talking to a bunch of other people and interacting with the world in a bunch of other ways. So very importantly, you got to at least spend the two minutes or five minutes to check in on yourself. But if it's a, to- a, ch- a task, if it's a chore, I don't want to do a chore. I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Like, that's not something that I want to do while I'm like trying to get, make myself better. You know what I mean? Like, but I don't know, challenge to you down of like, sometimes you got to do shit you don't want to do. hundred percent. I get that. And like, so, see, I cornered you bitch yeah you're right. yeah you're right it's, it's true no I, 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 there are all these different random little things in our life that if we pick it up or if we try and uphold it then we'll feel better mm-hmm. and that dropping of it or is that, that cognitive dissonance it's like the slow integration of it becoming into you and then eventually it's just something you do often you know cool what are some things that you enjoy then personally you're a, you're a, you're a man that has always has a, a new and interesting interest or curiosity. I'm I'm very curious. You can say yeah. that. <laughs> um, as of right now, I'm I really like um, 
I've been into coffee a lot. Okay. Watch, I watched your your cool coffee podcast. It's really cool. <laughs> like, I know I like a guy a for you. I know a guy. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been doing a lot of coffee, and I've just been training. I just I like I like training. Like I, I I coffee and training has been like my two biggest things. Like if I need a break from training, I'll just go look at coffee videos. Yeah. <laughs> and just do stuff like that. You know what I mean? I hear you. Why training? Um. Therapy. Therapy. For sure, it's like a definitely uh, uh, physical and mental therapy. Hundred percent, and like it, it get lets me get my mind off of just stuff I don't want to think about. It's like my, you gotta have a blank mind. Yeah, talk about that. <laughs> I want to know more about your training. I want to know more about your like jujitsu and stuff. <laughs> I, I I'm so interested. Is it like a, like you don't have to tell me the gym you go to, but I want to know like the the. Do you have like an affiliation gym? Like, what, is, your, is your gym affiliated with anybody? No, it's uh, uh, Professor Michel Forte, Forte Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. There's no affiliate. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, but like, I remember I was after one UFC MMA. I can't remember. Oh, shoot. He's one of the Quebecois. But he trains with a couple of guys that are on the UFC. Okay. That's sick. It's fun. It's interesting. Nevertheless, Dom, any parting words then? Anything you want to share? Anything you want to let the people know about? I think no. <laughs> what do you What do you think? No, no. I was just I. You gotta have game. <laughs> gotta have game. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs>